Happy Friday, and welcome back to another episode of the Pursuit of Progress podcast. My name is Adam, and I'm here with my trusty sidekick, my co-host, Ben Adams. That's right. Happy Friday, everyone, and uh, so excited to be here. Today, you know, I know this is something that's very important to you, Adam, but uh, we wanted to talk about separation. We wanted to talk about separation season. And, you know, first of all, what is that? Why it's important? I know it's something that you're really, really passionate about. And why did you want to really focus on that today as we go in the final home stretch here for 2023? Yeah, so I know we're a little bit late to the party on this topic. We really should have been talking about this a few weeks ago, um, but better late than never. Separation season is really a buzzword that's going around a lot right now, both within self-improvement, coaching, just different online social media influencers. It's just definitely a buzzword in December, and it's just referring to separation season being an opportunity for people that are especially in any sort of a sales or service-based business role the opportunity to keep the foot on the gas when 90% of our competitors are taking their foot off and just kind of putting on cruise control through the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So with that, I think it's just a topic that is a way that if we start to really be mindful about this as an opportunity to continue to grow our businesses, and that also applies to personal um, goals as well. It doesn't have to be necessarily business related. But just an opportunity to really, um, you know, keep on the right path and just not Mm -hmm. get to a point where on January 5th, we're picking up the pieces and we're, you know, three steps back, one step forward, as opposed to two steps forward, one back. Yeah. And, you know, to me, what that means is it really means just staying engaged, um, staying in the cockpit, staying in the cockpit, staying engaged, uh, you know, horsing up, staying on the saddle, however you want to phrase it, it's so much easier to continue to advance and move forward when you stay engaged. And it doesn't mean that you can't enjoy those family times. Uh, you know, obviously right now, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, those are times to be you know spent with family, probably doing some traveling for some folks. But for example, like over Thanksgiving, I got a little disengaged for like a week and a half or so. And then when you disengage, getting back on the saddle and getting re-engaged, it is so much more difficult versus um, just staying in that routine, staying in the habits. And for me, um, you know, that's why having that that morning routine is so important. Uh, it, it still starts my day consistently. And I may not be doing you know as much during this season as far as my daily activities, but I'm still going to be doing um, everything that I normally would be just to kind of keep that momentum moving forward, um, making those things a priority, but then also putting some boundaries around it where I can still enjoy some of those other moments. Um, but things that are are a priority, my goals, my focuses, um, I'm still pursuing those with intention. Yeah, and talking about like Thanksgiving, I know when you went out of town to your um, vacation home down in Tucson, we were you know, off for about a week and a half from just doing our morning routine with the gym. And it is crazy how just within taking a one week break from having that accountability just every Mm -hmm. day, how much harder it is to get up in the morning to do these things that we're talking about consistently, just 
you know, even if you've been doing it for a year straight and you take a couple of weeks off and you just go cold turkey and don't do anything that you've been doing, just within a, even just that couple of week period of time, just how much harder it is to get back on the saddle, like you were saying. And yeah, um, I just wanted to, I personally deal with that still to this day with a lot of my routine as far as if I take off, yeah, I know for a fact it's going to be hard to get back into it. And that's why it's better to at least keep a baseline, regardless of whether you're on vacation, you're off for the holidays, whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's what I've learned as well, where, you know, completely abandoning something, you know, like stopping working out for a week, it just isn't worth it to me because then I don't feel as good about myself. And I'm the type where my body, if I don't work out for a week, like I will notice my muscles shrinking and I'm not, you know, I'm losing my fitness. I'm not as in of good of shape as I normally am. And then it starts to kind of, you know, mess with my head a little bit. And for me, just putting the work in, staying consistent, uh, you know, keeping up with my grind and my hustle, I would rather do that than, than not. And so even on the days that are easy days or off days, I've learned to appreciate um, being able to stay engaged with, you know, not just the gym stuff, but, you know, the, the personal stuff, the fitness stuff, um, the business stuff. And it makes it so much easier to just keep going down that path of building that momentum and staying focused and continue to build. Yeah. And just on the business front, you know, I know we're both in the real estate industry on one side or the other, but that's been a very big topic in our industry with separation season being this opportunity to prep for quarter one of 2024. And for anybody that may not know with the real estate world, you know, kind of Quarter one and quarter two are without a doubt the busiest time of year for most real estate agents and then also for obviously most mortgage lenders. Um, the, the actions and the tasks that we're setting ourselves to do today, we not, we're not going to see the reward from those today. They're typically 60 days out. So whether mm -hmm. it be me prospecting for new clients or just doing certain types of marketing campaigns, just understanding that to be prepared for that busy season, we have to be taking action today. And um, if we don't, you know, February 1st comes around and we're not, you know, we don't have people knocking on the door and we're not with a full pipeline of opportunities. It's yeah. our own fault because we haven't, again, taken the actions in December to set ourselves up for success. Mm -hmm. So staying on that theme, um, the separation season theme, what are things that you know, either things or habits or activities that you're doing right now to separate yourself, to get ahead and to really launch yourself into 2024? Um, me personally, from realist, from a real estate perspective, obviously a big part of our job is just our sphere of influence, which is just basically the, the people that we're connected to, whether it be close family and friends, or even just people that we just occasionally reach out and talk to. But the, the fact that we're around the holidays going into a new year, it's just kind of that time of year that it's a little bit more expected or accepted for people to reach out, especially if it's kind of a cold lead, somebody that I don't talk to regularly. Um, mm -hmm. It still gives me the opportunity to do, to do that in a natural way where I'm not trying to be a salesperson or, you know, just being authentic with actually wanting to reach out and wish them a happy holidays and a happy new year. And so it kind of, for me, it's just an easy time of year to to have a little bit um, 
you know, the door's cracked open already. So I don't feel like I'm reaching out to people um, that maybe are unexpecting my phone call. So um, that's one thing for me is just using that as a, a tool to do a little bit more of an outreach with people and just connect and wish them a happy new year and um, see where they're at, whether they're looking to buy a home or not, just at least it's an opportunity for me to connect with them. What about yourself? That's great. Um, yeah, you know, you know, kind of what I mentioned earlier, I think winning the mornings for me is so important and I'm still time blocking a lot. So I have my mornings time blocked. From there, I transition into uh, my, my work stuff here at the bank. And then I have, you know, that time block um, set up. I also have time block activities set up for my social media, my YouTube, um, and really making that stuff a priority every every day. Um, you know, now, next week into the new year. And you're absolutely right. It's just about, you know, it's not about what we're doing. It's about what we're doing daily, what we're doing consistently, those small hinges swinging those big doors. And that, that's one thing that I've just learned. It's just staying, uh, doing those daily things, staying consistent, building that momentum. Um, and even though right now, you know, it's, you know, it's a unique time of year from a work perspective. I'm, I'm still going at it. Um, I'm still going for runs with my kids. I'm still working out. Um, I might be having a couple of extra chocolate chip cookies. Like last night I had two and I sipped on some, uh, almond milk and watched home alone too. So I am still doing some of that stuff, but the things that are really important, um, even like that family time, um, I, I'm still having my intentional scheduled one-on-one -on -one time with my kids, even though, you know, we are in the middle of the holidays. We have Christmas Eve, Christmas, going into New Year's next week. None of that is changing. So staying engaged, staying consistent, identifying the things that are important to me and still making those a priority, but also having boundaries and being able to enjoy some of those other things as well after um, I, I get those things that are important to me done because it just brings me so much fulfillment. And when I don't do those things that bring me fulfillment, I, I just can't go about my day with the same uh, confidence, with the same, you know, pep in my step. Um, so that, that's another reason why I, I love having this conversation and, you know, talking about this. Yeah, I think when you're really intentional with your time, that also creates a higher level of quality where, you know, quality over quantity. So yeah. rather than just spending, you know, an afternoon with your kids even if it's a four hour window of just hanging out with your kids, as opposed to having like a two hour block in your calendar where you know that those two hours are for your daughter. And with that, you're intentional, you're hundred percent engaged with her during that time, time period. Um, and you're having a higher quality of experience with her as opposed to just kind of going through the motions and just, you know, mm -hmm. spending the afternoon with her. So, yeah. Um, and, and when you do that and when you go about those things and you get pr your priorities done, you know, not only do you feel accomplished, but then you can enjoy, you know, the things that are more leisurely or holiday focused or Christmas focused a lot more. And you can be more intentional with that and you can have a higher level of gratitude and appreciation. My kids, for example, you know, they're on Christmas break right now, but they still have things that they're doing over Christmas break. They're going to be, you know, working out. They're going to be running. Um, they're going to be doing some reading. And my son this morning, for example, he got up. Uh, on Christmas break at, you know, before 7 a.m. He got a run in at 8 a.m. He did his reading. Um, and by 9 a.m., you know, he's already cleaned his room. He's gone for his run and he's done his reading and it's 9 a.m. Well, guess what? Now he can feel very accomplished and he can really enjoy 
the rest of the day knowing that he's, you know, it's, it's 9 a.m. and he's already accomplished so much. That's really cool, man. I don't think that many parents are kind of giving that type of guidance when it comes to starting their day off on the right foot at that age. So, um, yeah, your son's 12? Uh, 14. Or sorry, 14. Um, is he, is there any sort of mandatory require, like, is he doing that completely on his own or are you incentivizing him in some way? Or is he at the point now where he's doing it for himself or is it still a kind of a, you know, dad's expecting me to get up. If I don't, he's going to be, you know, scolding me when he talks to me, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, that's, that's a great question. Um, I, one thing that we talk about at, at our house is it's not always learning what we want to do. It's about doing what's necessary and just learning to appreciate, to really challenge ourselves and um, push through adversity. But, you know, to answer your question, I don't have any, you know, like, I don't have like a, a morning time that he needs to get up at. Um, last night, my daughter and girlfriend and I, we were watching Home Alone 2. And he was like, you know what? I'm going to go to bed now, you know, around 9.30 p.m. So he had the ability to get up a little bit earlier. And he did. And he did that on his own. And he went for a run on his own. I think it is important. Um, it, it's not something that I'm forcing him to do. It is something that I'm encouraging him to do. Um, because when we you know, when we learn to do those things consistently and develop those skills, it's it's not just the physical piece, it's also the mental piece, R really learning to pursue. You know, you talk about pursuing something and chasing something. And in my mind, those two words are very, very different. Chasing something is chasing chasing the shiny object, what's in front of you, doing it from a perspective that you're not disciplined. Something has grabbed your attention today. You don't necessarily have the same degree of focus. To me, that's what chase means. Um, pursue is you know, very, very different. Pursuing something means that you're very intentional with what you're doing. You're very intentional with your actions. You're very focused. You have a plan. You have a vision for what you want to accomplish. And so that's one thing that we talk a lot about at the house is, you know, what is our vision? for our life, our, for our life, not necessarily for the things that we want to accomplish, but for the person, the qualities, the character, uh, the morals, the values that we want to have. We focus on those things because we know if we do that, uh, the results and the achievements will take care of themselves. We want to make sure that we're you know, developing personally as a family, relationally, um, spiritually, and developing those really strong qualities to where we can go pursue our vision and understanding who we are and who we're called to be. Wow. That's very motivating. That's awesome. I think a lot of parents could take a few nuggets from that and apply that to their own families. That's cool. Oh yeah. Thank you, man. Um, you know, just talking through again, just picking up a little bit off of what we talked about last week as well, just with setting goals that are smart goals. We talked through just what a smart goal is and how it's specific, measurable, achievable, um, relevant, and also time bound. Um, kind of going off that a little bit more um, when we were talking about just this time of year, especially where it's a little bit easier to be, you know, maybe pulled in different directions or not as, you know, motivated or as accountable to do the things that we've been doing on the other 11 months of the year when it's, you know, been a little bit busier. Um, I think that one last thing on that note is just how important it is to record to write down 
mm-hmm. whatever it is that you're trying to achieve for the day, um, as opposed to just saying that you're going to do these five things in your head. If you yeah. write it down, you just have this additional level of accountability associated with it. And that can be, you know, digitally, you know, just on your computer, or it could be just a handwritten to-do list on your desk that you update every day, but just having it somewhere where it's, it's real because you've written it down and it's, it's at a higher level of importance because of that. Um, Mm -hmm. And to take that a step further, implementing that into your calendar. So we'll do another episode, maybe where I'll do a screen share and just kind of highlight some really good feedback I've received from some of my leaders and mentors in our EXP uh, organization, just with how to do that really, really in depth. Um, And that's really helped me out a lot too, is just, Mm -hmm. you know, having these very important tasks just recorded somewhere where when you wake up at 9am on a, on a holiday, you know, break where it's a little bit more lax than normal, you still have the ability to look in your calendar and still see that, you know, these are non-negotiables. I still need to do these in order mm-hmm. to feel accomplished and still be moving the needle in the right direction, which is kind of going back to that separation season where most people don't do that. And they maybe don't even look at their calendar on a day like today going into the Christmas break. You know, um, it's just a great way, I think, to still hold yourself to uh, at least to some level of accountability. Absolutely. And, you know, what I'm hearing from you is just being extremely intentional. And when you look at someone who is extremely successful, whether it's an athlete, a business person, a leader, you know, a parent, it's easy to look at the brand or the final products and just focus on that. But what you don't see is the days, the months, the years, and the decades that went into, you know, creating and crafting that person. So they had the capacity and the skills to get to that level or to receive, uh, you know, the abundance in, into their life. And so I, I'm the exact same way. Um, you know, my, my, top habits, the things that I want to focus on every single day, I write those out on my, on my mirror. So that way, when I get up in the morning, they're staring at me right in the mirror. Um, all of my work items, I, I write those down. I have a daily checklist. I also do the same thing with any personal items that are to do. And it's, it's rewarding and fun because then you can, you know, number one, stay organized, stay motivated, and it, it keeps you in gear. It keeps you in that flow state uh, is what I found. And if I have all, and and normally I'll organize my agenda the night before. So when I log on or or wake up, I don't have to like think, what am I doing today? It's already been prepared and organized and I can just go right into my day and start knocking that stuff out. My morning routine is already built out, so I don't have to think about that. And as soon as I finish my morning routine, then I transition into my, you know, personal and professional day. And all of that's really prepared and organized the night before. So that's something that I found that, you know, helps me out tremendously. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. I think that's becoming easier and easier with all the tech tools that are out there today. Um, if any of you guys listening or watching it on vid- our podcast today on video, um, if you guys are Google users, if you guys use Gmail, for example, as your email, one t- just a little tip that I use is there's a thing called a task bar, which basically just sits on the far right side of your screen in your Gmail account. So when you're you know, in your email, sending emails throughout the day. It's basically just a digital to-do list on the side of your screen. And you're able to actually have that integrate with your Google calendar or your Apple, Apple iPhone calendar, whatever you're using. So basically by just um, 
having your, your computer screen open and your email open, everything is right there staring at you at one central place. Um, and that's really helped me too. just a little side note, guys, if you're looking for just some um, ideas on how to even, you know, keep yourself accountable through doing something like this. Yeah. And then, and then I think just having that accountability partner, um, that is such a big component personally at the gym, professionally, having a mentor, surrounding yourself with a peer group to where you can, you know, hold yourself and each other accountable. It's so, it's so much easier to move forward um, with the help of others than it is on your own. And, and if you look at all, you know, great achievements, you know, nothing great is accomplished by yourself. There's always a team around that incredible accomplishment. Even if it's an individual accomplishment on the surface, there's still a team around that person. And, and that's one thing that I've kind of learned over the years is that I used to want to do everything by myself. And that's just the wrong mentality. If, if you do that, or if you have that approach, you know, you're only going to, it's a lin, it's linear growth and you're only going to be able to take that so far learning to delegate and bring other people on the team, whether it's, you know, bringing a nanny in or having a gym partner or having an assistant or a YouTube partner, all of that is so important and it allows you to grow so much faster and move towards that goal, especially during the separation season. Yeah, it's just crazy how we always put so much more value in others over ourselves. For example, well, I know we use the gym a lot as an example, but if I know that I have somebody else relying on me, I am 99% more likely to do that than if it's just something that's about myself. If it's if it's a promise to myself, I'm more likely to break it than I am if it's a promise to somebody else. And I don't know why that is. I think I'm speaking for a lot of people in that regard where it's just we always have this different level of um, uh, of how much we take things seriously or just how much effort we put into something when somebody else is holding us accountable or even more so just relying on us. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I just bring that up because I think that's a really good tool to to integrate that with any goals that you set for yourself. So why it's important to have a gym partner, because you have that person relying on you, um, you know, whether it be gym, work, family, really anything. If you get creative enough, you can think of ways to just have it not just be about yourself, but involve somebody else too. And, you know, a lot of times that other person is probably also going to improve their life by doing the same thing that you guys are meeting together to Absolutely. do, you know, gym, um, you know, wh whatever it may be, whether it's, uh, growing in your faith, you know, having somebody that you're um, identifying is also having that as a goal of theirs. And instead of being on these linear paths, you know, finding a way to meet each other and hold each other accountable and grow together. So I just, I, I just, um, just kind of uh, recommend people to think about that a little bit when mm -hmm. picking out their, maybe their New Year's resolutions or their goals for the 2024 year. Just think of ideas, how you can maybe, bring somebody else on board with you and have it be one of their goals as well. That's right. I think that's great insights, great advice. And as we wrap things up here, um, what are your suggestions? What advice would you give to the audience on things that they can do to separate, um, you know, over the next couple of weeks and prepare for 2024? Yeah. I'll, um, 
I'll just give one one little tidbit and then I'll pass it back to you. But our the title, the top of uh, the theme, the title of this specific podcast episode is Small Hinges Move Big Doors. And I don't know where I heard that. It was either in a book or uh, another podcast I was hearing recently, but you know, just it makes sense, obviously, if you just think through what, what I just said. Small hinges move big doors. And the small hinges are these daily tasks that you've set for yourself that are a step forward towards the goals that you've created. So, you know, if my goal is to create a podcast with you, that's not a realistic, smart goal. It needs to have these smaller, more achievable tasks associated with that goal to kind of keep us progressing forward. And those small tasks are examples of a small hinge. It's these small everyday routine um, type tasks that are mundane and sometimes don't feel like they're doing anything at all, but at a bigger 10,000 foot view looking down on it, those are still steps towards the right direction. And while you may not see yourself moving at all in a day or even a week, you look from a 10,000 foot view down on it. And all of a sudden you're seeing, wow, you know, actually I did make some progress on that. I am in a different place than I was a month ago. Um, And it's those small tasks, those small hinges that are moving and, you know, allowing you to achieve those bigger goals, which would be like the big door in that example. Mm -hmm. Um, What about yourself? Yeah, I I think my suggestion, and I'll I'll use an analogy that I teach my kids, Uh, they're junior hires and there's been a lot of challenging moments for them and for me also as a parent. And one of those, you know, one of the topics that comes up a lot is just having fun. I think when you're a junior hire, um, sometimes you think that to have fun means that you can't be responsible. And my message to my kids is always, uh, you are allowed to have fun. I want you to have fun, but it is possible to have fun and be responsible at the same time. And it's just developing that discernment and that judgment. And my message to everyone during this holiday season and separation season is you can still enjoy those moments with family. You can have some you know, fun, incredible family, memorable times, but you can still also stay engaged and keep doing those things that are important to you and keep making those a priority. And so that's my suggestion. Identify what those priorities are, those things that are going to give you that growth, stay engaged. And once you've accomplished those for the day, then, you know, be fully present with your family and some of those personal and family moments and family times, um, balancing that and, you know, having this be a great separation season, but having it be a great holiday season. It's possible to do both. Mm-hmm. That's great. I need to make sure I take that into consideration myself because I know how easy it is to just kind of get overwhelmed sometimes and not, you know, take a step back and just appreciate where you're at in life and the things that are really important, which is again, family, health, friends, important stuff. Living from that place of gratitude and abundance, because the reality is, is, you know, living here in 2023 in the United States, in the state of Colorado, just starting right there and not even mentioning anything else. I mean, we have so much to be thankful for. We have so much abundance um, and just living and operating from that perspective. Yeah, I love that. 
Well, guys, I hope you got a little bit of value from that today. We have a lot more to share on some of these topics where we'll go a little bit more in depth later on. Uh, we also, as I had mentioned on our kind of big announcement on social media earlier in the week that we have some other exciting stuff coming into the first quarter of 2024, some really good guests, some other stuff that we'll share with you more as the time progresses. Um, but with that, I think I'll uh, leave it there for the day and just wish everybody a very happy holidays. We're excited to see some of you over the next week or two. And uh, for whoever we don't get to see, if we know you personally, we're looking forward to connecting sooner than later, hopefully. That's right. Merry Christmas. Happy separation season. And have a great holiday season as well. And guys, if you haven't yet, and if you're watching this on video, make sure you hit that like and that subscribe button. And that helps you guys be the first to be notified every week when we have a new episode coming out. And do us a favor. We're just getting this started. So please, if you're getting any value at all from this, uh, you know, the biggest compliment to us or just the biggest way you can support us is just sharing it with a friend. So if you have anybody else that maybe is maybe occasionally talking about wanting to, you know, achieve some specific goals going into the next year, or you just know somebody that maybe could use a little bit extra motivation um, as we close out this year, please just share the show with them and hopefully we can give them some value too. You know, there's all those memes going around social media about middle-aged men and their podcasts and how every middle-aged man thinks they need to start a podcast. Well, guess what? We're young men and we're starting a podcast. If we uh, if we start talking about smoking meats and uh, uh, some of that kind of stuff, then I think, yeah, please reach out and tell us to shut it down, guys. All right. Hope you have a great rest of your day, guys. We'll talk to you next week. See ya.